Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded June 19, 2020. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today, we're talking about two trends that we're keeping a very close eye on right now. First, positive economic surprises, which have been an important driver of U.S. equity market performance recently. And second, the performance of the most popular stocks in actively managed long-only large-cap funds, which experienced a big reversal in mid-May. If you'd like more details, here's another three minutes. While you're waiting, a quick heads up that you can now subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other non-RBC platforms. Let's start with the broader market and the role that positive economic surprises have been having on performance. Economic data that's still at pretty bad levels, but coming in a little bit better than previous months, has helped boost the stock market recently. But that's not the full story. Economic data has been coming in ahead of dramatically lowered expectations, and that's helped the stock market as well. We track the City U.S. Economic Surprise Indicator very closely. In mid-May, that indicator touched lows where it typically bottoms out at and started to move up. That's also when we saw the S&P 500 exit its early May malaise, giving the rebound in the stock market a second wind. If you look at the performance of small cap versus large cap and value versus growth, that's also when small caps and value started to outperform. Cyclicality started to beat safety when evidence began to emerge that pessimism on the U.S. economy had simply gotten too extreme. Something we noticed this week is that positive economic surprises in the U.S. have already returned to past peaks, to levels where they typically top out at, the opposite of what we saw back in mid-May. This is a problem for the S&P 500 if this indicator moves lower from here, since less bad than feared economic data helped extend the rebound in the S&P 500 in late May and early June. This makes me worry that the rebound in stocks will soon be in need of another catalyst to move higher. We continue to think the S&P 500 is vulnerable to a drawdown in the second half of the year, given elevated valuations. We've been trading at 25 times 2020 earnings and 21 times 2021 earnings. Moving on to performance trends in the most popular stocks and large cap funds. We recently examined the stock level holdings of more than 700 actively managed diversified U.S. equity funds for 1Q, which focus on large cap investing. The most important thing we learned? The most popular stocks and large cap funds have been outperforming strongly in 2020, but they've underperformed since the middle of May. Weaker trends have been apparent since mid-May for all four of the popularity screens we track. Our flagship screen is called the Lions of Large Cap. It highlights the 20 names most frequently owned by large cap funds across all style groups. We've seen very clearly that these stocks started to underperform in mid-May after having a very good start to the year and holding up in the drawdown. A similar pattern is also seen for the CAMELs, our list of the most popular overweights in S&P 500 benchmarked funds, the Gorillas, which is our list of the most popular overweights in Russell 1000 growth benchmarked funds, and the Vultures, our list of the 10 most popular overweights in Russell 1000 value benchmarked funds. We've seen a similar phenomenon in the other ownership baskets that we track. The most popular hedge fund stocks and the most popular stocks in small cap funds have also been underperforming since mid-May, despite having a good 2020. 
What all this means is that the rotation in leadership that's happened in the stock market since mid-May has been a headwind for active managers in many corners of the market. That's something we've seen reflected in the fund track records of long-only managers, which have also been weaker since mid-May in most categories. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Please reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives. Music